to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys, we've got our hot topics, local news, some dad jokes, a motivational message, man, that just is really, really good. Uh, of course, our random facts and stories you likely didn't know, and our sports extravaganza at the end, as always. T. We missed you last week, man. Hopefully, you're feeling better and had a good week this week. I have almost fully recovered from death's door. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I have not been that sick in 30 years. And I mean 30 wow. years. I remember the last time I felt that bad. Uh, but hey, you know, I'm, I'm still a little, still have a little congestion up, up in here, but all the fever's gone, all the eggs gone. You know, my head still looks like a bowling ball, but it doesn't feel like one anymore. So, uh, we're, we're, we're good to go, man. Otherwise, it's been a good week. What about y'all? Man, it's been a pretty good week. Uh, you know, sports-wise, when we were talking sports, it was kind of tough, kind of a crazy yeah. wrap-up to a week. Um, but, man, it was, it was just a busy week, but it was a positive one. I can't complain. I feel blessed, and I'm just happy to be on the podcast chatting with you again, brother. Hey, I appreciate that, man. It's always good to be back with you. Absolutely. Well, guys, before we get into our hot topics, you know we got to talk about our number one realtor team. That is Team Couch of Birch Realty, and the main man is Brian, Brian Couch. Couch. That's right. Guys, if you have any property that you want to sell or you're looking to buy a property right here in DeSoto County, especially Olive Branch area, you want to check out Team Couch, guys. Go to their website. It's called teamcouch.com, and you can see what I mean. This is a top-notch professional uh, website that handles everything. You can do searches for homes. This could be a place of contact if you want to get your house evaluated because they are offering a free market analysis, completely free, free, no obligation whatsoever, and they will let you know what your property is worth and how they can help you sell it. Again, I know that sometimes might be a little scary. It's like, oh, I don't want to get all the information. Trust me. They just want to try to help you to show you their level of professionalism and how they are a full-service realtor team that wants to help you. If this is something you're interested in, guys, call them over at 662-449-1700, or you can even call Brian's cell phone personally, which is 901-461-7653. Remember, every home needs a couch. T, the big thing going on now is if you're listening to this on Monday, tomorrow election is the day. big day to go vote. Absolutely. That's right, election day. Guys, I can't say this enough. Go vote. It, it, go and vote. it doesn't matter. Go vote. It doesn't matter which, which side of the aisle that you're on, get out and vote. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just one of those things. This is your voice. This is right. way to get it out there. You know, there's nothing worse than let somebody complain or have issues and so on, and then the next thing out of their mouth is, well, I didn't even go vote. All right. And I'm just kind of like – then you almost lose your point of talking. Yeah. You know, why Why say complain if you're not going to take the step to change things? That's right. So really, uh, this election is not one of the big ones, but is also, but it's still very important. Um, here's the ballot, guys, just so you know. Majority of what people are going to be seeing is a lot of special elections for judges. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is, if you look at the sample ballot for this, most of all judges are uncontested. It says vote for one. There's only one to vote for. Well, that, you know, that makes it easy. <laughs> it makes it easy, but you are going to be doing the House of Representatives, and that is going to be a big one between Trent Kelly and Diane Black. Yeah, um, you know, and so those are the two for that. Diane Black is uh, representing the Democrat. Trent Kelly is a long-standing uh, representative of the Republican Party right. and um, incumbent. Uh, so there's that. There's also right here in Olive Branch here locally, which I think is a big, big deal is the school board yeah. has an election. We have two gentlemen that are vying for the uh, the spot here that Milton Nichols, the long, long-term uh, school board member, decided not to rerun. And so we have two guys running for it. The first one is Josh Sullivan. Um, I believe he's like a 47-year-old family man here, uh, runs a, a medical company, wanted to be a part of this. He's already had four kids go through the Soda County schools and so okay. on. And the other one is James or Eric Wright. 
and I think he's about 44, and he, he uh, is a family man who has kids in the area, long-term, you know, long-time resident of Olive Branch, and wants to uh, put his uh, name in the hat, and so that's going to be a big deal. Uh, school board makes a lot of decisions, and a big part of the reason DeSoto County Schools is great, and so this is a big, uh, big hole to fill, and so this is definitely one of those things you want to go out and you know express your vote and your opinion, and this is the way to do it. Yeah. And so go get out there, people. It's really, really important. I, do you know any reason why uh, Mr. Nichols decided not to run, or is he just, you know, time to turn think, it over? Uh, I think it was just time. You know, Mr. Nichols was doing it for a long, long time. You know, he was, he's been, a, you know, I hate to say a career politician, being the former mayor of Olive Branch. Yeah. And, and everything before going to the school board. But, um, you know, Miss Jolly, who has been right. one of the longest standing right. ones, she retired. I think Mr. Nichols just said, you know, it's a good time to go and let new blood come in. Okay. And uh, so we're going to have two new school board members coming in. And, um, you know, well, they've already filled one, you know, and he's just filling the rest of the term for Miss Jolly. But this will be the this next one. And uh, so that's, that's going to be a big one. And so, uh, like I said, guys, I really encourage everybody to get out and vote. Make a difference uh, right here, even locally, for your kids. Absolutely. Ice Cube, baby. 99, baby. I'm on the grind, baby. All the time, baby. All right, T, it's time for our news, brother. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends over at Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, you looking for a new career? We say it each and every week. There is only one place to be looking for a new job, a new career, a new way of changing your life for the better, working with a team that really does care about you, better benefits, better insurance, better wages. Let's just put it let's put it be bluntly, okay? Also, a company that gives back by either giving you grocery cards, free gas, whatever they got to do to make sure you understand you're cared, love for it, and they appreciate your work what's better than that guys go check out michael hatcher associates they have a great website hatcherlandscape.com you can see all the positions they have available and you can even call their talent acquisition manager if you want to and ask questions and see what's best for you and that is at 662-755-3207 t what kind of news we got for this week brother? well we're going to start out with some recognitions that were made by the board of aldermen and also uh, olive branch mayor ken adams they uh, recognized Senior Center Coordinator Norma Shaw this past week at the board meeting for the Mayor's Award for the month of October. So congratulations to her. And then also the Board of Aldermen recognized the Olive Branch Middle School Honor Band at their board meeting as well. The Honor Band will represent Olive Branch and all of North Mississippi at the 2022 Mississippi Bandmasters State Convention in Natchez, which will take place uh, I think around the 8th or so of December. Uh, the middle school honor band is the second middle school band ever chosen for this honor. It normally goes to kids that are older. And so congratulations to them. Congratulations to the band director there, uh, Terry Green, for her great work that she does with these uh, incredible kids. We wish you all nothing but the best in your performance and proud to have all of you representing our great city of Olive Branch. That's, that's, a, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Dude, that's a, that's a huge honor. You know, we've started talking about the band more in the last few weeks. Yeah. And we're starting to understand, people, music, band, we have some exceptional band directors Absolutely. and leaders in the Olive Branch area and DeSoto County in general. These kids are getting some of the best yeah. around here. And you understand, the band usually has way more participants than any other sports or activity in school. And this means another avenue for your kids to be able to earn scholarship money yep. and opportunities to build them into their future. I mean, talk about being well-rounded in our district and our area around here. Bravo to all these people, especially Olive Branch Middle, for this amazing, amazing job and honor, for sure. Yeah. Well, moving on, if, if y'all remember, I think it was back in February of 2021, uh, there was a lady by the name of Catherine Harris, who was 37. She was charged with a DUI involving a death or serious bodily harm. Well, she found out her fate. Uh, she was sentenced to 20 years, 20 years for running over DeSoto County Deputy Austin Eldridge, which caused him, caused him to lose his leg. That's right, guys. If you remember, we had uh, Deputy Eldridge on the podcast. Um, you know, after he made his recovery, yeah. and uh, what a fantastic human! You know, the guy had no ill will. He forgave her for this. Wow. Uh, yeah. The reason we put this in the news is, is because again, he's a part of our community. Uh, he was an officer that was helping a pedestrian who was stranded on the side of the interstate. 
changing a tire, helping us out, and a drunk driver struck him as he was doing so. Um, and it, it really, it's a miracle he survived. He won't say it, um, you know, but he's super thankful. His partner actually saved his life, wow. uh, you know, with tourniquet and, uh, you know, life-saving measures and stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's a true blessing. Uh, Austin's wife was pregnant at the time, and they have delivered a beautiful baby. And he is thriving, doing wonderful. He Fantastic. also does. Guys, if sometimes you get on the Rebel and listen to their uh, telecast for when it comes to sports, Austin gets on there and does some of that sometimes. He's even uh, helped us out in the podcast as well as does some other things for the local schools. Truly, truly a genuine, fantastic gentleman. And uh, so it's good to have a little bit of peace and justice with this situation. So we thought that would be good for everybody to get an update on his situation. Now, guys, if you have a home that is maybe in need of repair or in bad shape, or it's just outdated and you're just tired of looking at that gold finishes on the sinks and your shower <laughs> handles and everything else, and you just know, man, this screams 70s and 80s. It's just time. But you just don't want to spend the money or the time or the effort, and maybe it's just time to get rid of the house as fast as you can. There's an awesome, awesome company. We were, there's been a part of our podcast since the beginning, and that is Robin Properties, guys. They do a fantastic job of buying houses. They do cash offers. Do it quick. Don't have to worry about realtors or a long period of closing times. They want to buy it as is, make it fair, and they want to redo the house to build it back the way it should be. From, and not only that, from, make the community From better. retro to metro. That's correct. That's a correct. So, guys, is this something you, if you have a property or know somebody who does or something like that, go check out their website. It's called iBuyDeSoto.com. It is awesome, and it shows you what they do with the houses, how they improve the community, how they improve property values, and it's only here something they do local. This is what you want to work with. Again, go check out their website, iBuyDeSoto.com. All right, we got one more announcement we want to make. Hey, this is I think this is going to be so cool to do. And, and, Dude, phenomenal. And I, My wife is already yeah, talking about how she's so excited to go to this. We're going to come see it, too. And uh, th- we're talking about the light garden. Uh, it's it's going to be, you know, extremely great illuminations and holiday entertainment. Uh, there's going to be shopping opportunities, I mean, for the entire family. Uh, it's going to be it's, – it's the – Hottest thing coming in for this Christmas in the Mid-South for a holiday experience. And it's going to be right here in Olive Branch. It's going to be located at the city park. The visitors there, can y'all can see beautiful light displays, as well as local food vendors and, and all kinds of things to eat and drink or whatnot. Performances are going to be there. They're going to have vendors selling art things. Uh, there's no telling what kind of stuff you're going to be able to find for the holiday season while you're there as well. It's going to start November 22nd, which isn't too far away. Uh, What's that? About two weeks, isn't it? Somewhere around there. It's about two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks. Two weeks. And it's going to go all the way through uh, New Year's Eve. So y'all make some plans. Make sure that you come out and and enjoy that that light garden that's going to be set up and and, and ready to go for the holiday season. Now, T, I got to ask, I got to say one thing here now. I have. I'm firm on this, but I got to ask your opinion. All right. Is it sacrilegious or not sacrilegious to go ahead and be decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving? I need your honest answer. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I agree 100. Yes. percent So for that person who's hitting their fist on the dashboard, going, "These two guys are idiots," you know, no, 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 no. The idea that Christmas decorations are already up in certain places and we have not even started cooking the turkey yet that's ridiculous shame on you shame hey, on you shame uh, I, I, on I got you. a guy that i worked with sent me a text yesterday and uh he, he was showing he had his feet up and you know he was taking it easy and watching football or whatnot but i noticed something in 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 the picture in the right corner of his room and he had his doggone christmas tree up already and i said dude what is that growing in the right corner of your of your house over there and uh, of course, he blamed it all on his wife, and uh, you know, it was, as any smart yeah, man would. That's do, exactly yes. right. So it was one of those situations that you know uh, he can either you know sleep in bed tonight, or he can sleep with the dog tonight outside. And so he chose to stay in his bed. Uh, but man, no, come on, people, come on, man, let's enjoy Thanksgiving first. Hey, I tell you what, here's a here's a thought. In addition to everything else that we celebrate as to why we even have Thanksgiving, let's let's do Thanksgiving first so we can be thankful that Christmas is coming right afterward. Now, I have to admit now, in my household, the night of Thanksgiving, we, we do start watching Christmas movies, but it's only after the main Thanksgiving festivities are older. You won't see a piece of holly. 
you won't even see the mouse with antlers on it running around this place until after Thanksgiving dinner is over. <laughs> Tell you we're the same way. I have made a rule in my house. My wife gives me fits about it, but she's cool with it. She understands it. Is that, you know, hey, the day after Thanksgiving, it's free reign. So the Friday every year, mm-hmm. I already know. We're yeah. going to pull out the 27 totes of Christmas decorations <laughs> and everything else. Make sure all the batteries are in place yeah. for all the illuminations right. and everything like that. But, you know, the funny thing is is that I look forward to that day because that is the day my wife has the biggest smile on her face. Oh, yeah. For you know, a big part of the year because she gets to decorate her house in the theme of a, of the Christmas spirit, yeah. and enjoy it for yeah. a month, right? Not two months, for a, a month, month. <laughs> not two months. That's right. Because I'm going to tell you, if it's not down by New Year's Eve, you you've got more problems than than worrying about getting it up before yeah. before Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's, there you got you got two problems. One we need to talk about. The other one is just lazy. Let's just go and call what it is. <laughs> Nothing. A little medication wouldn't wouldn't help out probably either. <laughs> that's correct right. It. That's right. Well, guys, as always, that's our news. And just a quick reminder, if you'd like to advertise with us, please send us an email at theobpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to talk with you and give you some information to join our team. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been And how you don't know how to keep your business clean Hey, it's time for our dad jokes, brother. Of course, it's brought to you by our good friend and insurance agent, Ali Edgelali of Alpha Insurance. Guys, this is the ace agency of Olive Branch. If you're interested in saving money and getting better coverage with expert personal care, then contact his local office right there off Goodman Road at 662-893-0928, or you can even call his personal cell phone, which is 1-843-324-0930. And if you need those numbers, again, check our show notes. We put them there as well. Hey, let me ask you something real quick. Hold on. Let me ask you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you actually know anybody he's helped? Do I know anybody? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Who's that? How about, how about I've already sent him four new clients? Great. How about, how about that? That to me and all four of them are fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course myself. Yeah. You know. Lots of money, right? I mean, uh, well, I mean, last year I calculated it was a little over $900 he saved me between Jeez. automobile and car. So automobile and car, automobile and house. And yeah. Y'all need to check our boy so, yeah. out now. I'm telling you, does me does me right, man. And anytime I call him, he answers. I don't have to go through an office. Imagine or that. talk to an office manager and that kind of stuff. You know, I, like I had I had an insurance guy, and I loved him because I didn't deal with him. I dealt with his office manager, who happened to be a parent of one of my kids. Yeah. And she was fantastic, Miss Mary. I, I'll never forget her. Yeah. You know, but you know what? She was always honest with me. He's 100. I told her what the quote I was getting, and I said, "Hey, Mary, can you beat this? This looks like better coverage, and it's a lot cheaper." And he looks. She looked at me and goes, "Let me look at it." She called me back and goes. It was great having you a customer. I look forward to you doing well. Hey, I wonder if she called him when she got off the phone with you. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. (laughs) Good point. Good point. Good point. All right, T, let's get to these jokes. All right. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Hit me with them. So, T, you know, this this is a podcast, and this is audio and stuff, so I'm diving into the music scene. Uh Oh, okay. You know, and I know how you love food and everything, so I wrote a song about a tortilla. Okay. Well, actually, it's, it's kind of more of a rap. T, what did one butt cheek say to the other one? Quit slapping me. I don't know. (laughs) Together, we can stop this crap. (laughs) T, I got home yesterday to find out my kids have been on eBay all day. Oh, Lordy. Man, if they're still here tomorrow, I'm going to lower the price. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You need to set up a buy it now. (laughs) <laughs> that's right no make an offer that's make right. an offer <laughs> tell you my kids refuse to eat leftover tacos why is that my wife said throw them out so i did but now what am i gonna do with all these leftover tacos oh <laughs> <laughs> well, all right here we go i got two more for all you right. t. t this one's rough now get ready Bye. why is there air conditioning in hospitals I have no earthly idea. Got to keep the vegetables cool and fresh. Oh, fresh. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh. <laughs> Last one, T. Oh, my gosh, man. That, that is I awful. Opening, that, was <laughs> that is bad. rough. That is rough. <laughs> T, 
See, I thought opening the door for a lady was good manners. I've been taught yeah. that from the day one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But man, she just screamed at me right as she flew out the plane door. God, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh gosh, boy, man. <laughs> Guys, as always, we hope you enjoyed our dad jokes oh, for today. Goodness. And make sure you've hit the subscribe button yeah. if you haven't done it already. Do it now. Tell your friends, <laughs> your family, and your coworkers to hit us up as we want to continue spreading this joy for all of our Olive yeah. Branch listeners. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. They say that I've been struggling with my help. My mental health's coming down to so much pain. I don't All right, guys, it's time for our motivational message. And, of course, this one hits hard. And, guys, i got to tell you, you know, I go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. T, I know you're a God-fearing yep. man and stuff like that. And we have we haven't really incorporated that very much in a motivational message. But this one right here just kind of hits you a little bit in a good way, and it gives you a little bit of a biblical reference and stuff. And I think everyone can get a little something from this. And I think it's, uh, it's a great, great message. And so I look forward to everybody hearing it. So let's go to that audio now. There is one phrase in the Bible that's repeated 365 times. Do you know what it is? Do not be afraid. And I think it's because any given day in this world, the enemy can discourage you, tempt you, cause you to stumble, even torment you, turn your family and friends against you, take your health, and maybe even your life. But 365 days out of the year, there's one thing he cannot touch. He cannot touch your soul. So fear not. The Lord is with you. Man, you want to talk about, I I can speak for myself, but uh, of course, but uh, I don't know anybody who didn't feel this way at some point. You know, you know, don't be afraid of things. We want, we want so much to be in total control of every little aspect of what we do every single day. And a lot of, a lot of times we're our own worst enemy because we get in our own way of our own success about things. And because of that, we, we cause our own quote unquote fear to occur and cause some, or the cause of our own anxiety and our own unsurety about things. And it's very hard to put ourselves aside to be humble enough and consider ourselves uh, honestly as weak as we actually are as human beings and, and to put him first and to trust in what he has for us. That doesn't mean that we can't use the discernment and the common sense that he blesses us with. But the fact of the matter is, is that, when we when things happen, if we learn to just trust and seek, um, then that takes helps take that fear away for us, and you get that peace and understanding that you know only He can provide. Well said, T. Very well said, brother. You know, here's some interesting things. This is this actually comes from an audio of a guy who got on social media to uh, talk about the loss of his wife. Um, mm-hmm. And crazy, crazy story. And um, he is working one day, and he is out of town, and um, and he trips or faints. Uh, he falls yeah. and hits his head right here, mm-hmm. like on this, you know, on the corner of his forehead, close to his temple. And they take him to the hospital. They do a CT scan, all these things. And um, <clears throat> they say he's all fine. They have no reason to why he fainted and hit his head, right? Well, his boss says, hey, look, you look terrible. You had this bump on your head. That's like that. You just go on home. I, I, you can't be doing your job looking like that. All right. Get some rest. Get healed up. He comes home to find his wife in bed just in agony, in unbelievable sickness. Wow. She was not able to get to a phone or whatever the situation was. He rushes her to the emergency room. They start checking for her. They do scans and get this. They find a lemon-sized tumor oh my gosh. in her front of the lobe of her brain directly where he had hit his head. Oh, my goodness. They did emergency surgery, saved her life, and they found out it was a type of brain cancer. Yeah. And she would have died that day or gone into a severe coma and likely not making it if he had not fainted for no reason and bumped his wow. head in the exact same spot. To, and so, like, you tell me, you know, people talk about miracles all the time, but it's almost like something kind of 
put that finger on the shoulder to cause you to fall yeah. or a nudge yeah. or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just that little bit of, hey, this is going to get you there without you thinking that's what got you there. Right. And, um, you know, it's one of those crazy stories. So I started following him on social media and he, you know, he tragically, he lost his wife a few months back and he talks about how he has got into the Bible and different things as much as she did. And it's given him solace. And these are one of the, these are one of his motivational messages he's put out there. And I just thought it was really, really special, uh, especially that it, you know, it's mentioned 365 times yeah, when we have 365 right. days in the year. Yeah. And so it's kind of iconic and, uh, and so guys, I hope y'all got something really positive about it. Like I did and T mentioned, yep. uh, cause it's again, one of my favorite things we do on the podcast. We hope y'all enjoyed as much as we did. It was all a dream. I used to read word up magazine, salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine, hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and now time for random facts, stories you likely didn't know. Uh, this segment's always, always uh, brought to you by our good friends at Old Town Fitness. Man, you need to go there. If you want to work out in a place where people aren't going to judge you, put uh, pressure on you, uh, it's non-typical in that way because everyone there is just so nice and friendly. They want, they want to help you reach your fitness goals every single day when you go in there so make sure and and go by there meet the amazing owners who want to help you out with that Mm -hmm. they're located at 9045 highway 178 in olive branch uh there are hours on monday through friday from 5 a.m to noon and then again from 5 p.m to 7 Mm p.m and then again on saturday from 8 to 10 a.m all right zach here we go did you know that in denmark if you reach the age of 25 and aren't yet married, you get tied to a chair and pelted with cinnamon. <laughs> no. Now, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, one way you might be, if you're, especially if you're a lady, because, you know, I'm a guy, so I don't know what a lady thinks, but I can advise a lady of this. If you're 25 and you're going to get pelted with cinnamon, before you get pelted with cinnamon, if you want to attract a man, Cover yourself with melted butter and sugar because sugar and butter and cinnamon is so good all together that that person will just go ahead and, and marry you there on the spot. <laughs> okay. Don't you think? Well, but look at it this way. Nothing up to this point has worked. Otherwise, you wouldn't be pelted with cinnamon because you're not married yet. So go ahead. Give this, it a this, try. This is, this is true. That's right. The true. worst thing that can happen is you... Go home in the same situation you were when you showed up. All right, so <clears throat> did you know a park ranger from Virginia named Roy C. Sullivan holds the record for being struck by lightning the most times? He was struck by lightning seven times throughout his life and survived it every single time. That That's bananas. And, guys, we got a picture of this, and you can go to Google and check it out. It shows a picture of his hat with singe marks on the top of it. <laughs> it's right. unreal. It's unreal. Oh, well. Hey, more, hey, guess what? More power to me. Oh, God. There, there's your dad joke right there. More power there to me. There's your dad joke. All right, no last doubt. one right here. Zach, did you know that Stephen King was once hit by a van that almost killed him? He ended up buying the van and destroying it to make himself feel better. <laughs> I, you know what? I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> well, I mean, if I had his money, I would too. Yeah, true that. True that. Yeah, I remember this too because you know he he's an avid walker. Yeah, and he you get this now he, he like he walks every day. Yeah, he also believes in exercising your mind, so he actually writes for his books. Anywhere between, uh, I think he said, 20 and 50 pages every day. Yeah. No other author known, to my knowledge, as well as when they talk about this stuff, I watch this documentary, is able to write at the sheer volume he does. Yeah. And uh, truly what makes him a remarkable, remarkable author, as well as some of his stories are completely amazing. Sure. Some of them are a little risque, but I mean, hey, what, you know, what, what author is it? Well, well, you know, he's, he's one of the big, big proponents on Twitter about Elon Musk taking over. You know, he did. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. He didn't like this $8 a month thing and whatnot as well. And he, he well, thinks it was he, 20. Well, yeah, it was 20. But he said, hey, well, let's make it to eight bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but Stephen King said that they ought to be paying him to even use Twitter. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> everybody's entitled to their opinion. They that's why we say are. go vote. They, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right.
All right, guys, it's time for our sports section. And, T, it's been a big week, and it's yep. been a crazy week when it comes to sports, honestly. Um, what do you call it? The uh, the biggest news coming out of football around here is Lewisburg High School is stunning some folks and are going, going to the, to playoffs. the playoffs. Attaboy. Uh, it is unreal. Like we talked about last week, it was a crazy turn of events. Several things could have gone different ways. Um, and, the, and the funny thing is, is not one of the three teams in our area won the ball game, but Lewisburg still became the winner when it came to their ticket. And it came down to the difference of less than three points, if you can believe that, in a in a what do you call it a three way tie break yeah. for fourth place. Wow, it is just it's just unbelievable. Wow. absolutely unbelievable. Well, good for them. Um, yep, uh, Olive Branch unfortunately didn't wasn't able to get the win versus Hernando. That put them in a three way tie with Lewisburg and Center Hill. Center Hill defeated Lewisburg, but only defeated them um, by eight points. But since Lewisburg defeated Hernando by eleven, making a difference of three, three points. points in the tie break that put Lewisburg in the playoffs and uh, congratulations to them. You know what yeah. I mean? It just it is what it is. That's how the cookie crumbles. Right. And so very happy for them guys. Um, so as for the entire district, this is how it wrapped up. Number one was South Haven. Number two was South Panola. Number three was DeSoto central. Number wow. four, Lewisburg center Hill took fifth. Hernando took sixth. Uh, Olive Branch took seventh, and Horn Lake took the final spot at number eight. Wow. Uh, so that's how the wow. whole district went out, guys. You know, so not what anybody would have predicted. Just very upside down. Uh, yeah. Just kind that's, of crazy. That's why you play. That's why you play. You got to go out there and win, you know. So, uh, guys, we had the three coaches on. Uh, it was fantastic talking to them. We're going to have Coach Hectorn join us again next week after his first round of playoffs. Um, and so I guess we'll go to his audio first and then have the other coaches talk about how they wrap up the season, what they got looking forward to after that. So let's go to that audio now. Coach Hectorn, brother, how are we doing on Sunday, man? Hey, we're doing great. I bet you're so? doing great, man. I bet you're doing real, real great. So, so look, I, I got to ask the question, Coach Hectorn. You know, we, we've been friends a long time. We've been talking this whole year. You know, I, I got to imagine that them carrying you off the field like Rudy and everybody chanting and the music going like that stuff. What, what was that emotion and feel like? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know because that didn't happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I, I mistaked it. So when they brought out the key to the city of Lewisburg, <laughs> did, were, did you have your wife and kids with you after the ball game? Yeah, yeah. No, once again, yeah, I don't know about that either. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the uh, the fantasy of it anyway, I guess. <laughs> well, Coach, man, you know, I just, you know, going to the playoffs, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, y'all were able to punch your ticket. I, I saw the tweet. I thought that was pretty awesome. How that had a little graphic there. And you guys are going, uh, you know, in the fourth slot, uh, able to win the games you needed to win. And uh, y'all gonna be going off to play the uh, number one team in the district. Uh, I guess in the opposite district, and that'd be Tupelo on Friday night. But man, tell me about the game, man. What, what was the atmosphere like? You know, I know, I know the game didn't go your way. I mean, y'all actually end up losing the ball game. Um, but I know the game was tight, and y'all were rallying there at the end to kind of make a comeback and just unfortunate turnover of events at the end. But, you know, what, what, tell us about the ebbs and flows of the ball game. Well, you know, first of all, you know, hats off to Soto Central. I mean, they came out and probably played the best best game we've seen them play all year. Um, just, you know, really clean and, and executed well and did a lot of great things. And, you know, I think for us, we just started very slow. And, uh, you know, it's part of – Part of what we're building here, you know, when you talk about a team that hadn't been in the playoffs in 10 years and, you know, and I think a lot of people know what the history of Lewisburg football has been, you know, you got to get, you got to kind of learn, I guess, to say, uh, you know, how to compete in those games that matter. And uh, we knew what was riding on it. We tried to, you know, talk about just kind of playing loose and, and having fun and enjoying the moment. But we played a little tight to start that first half and, uh, it showed, you know, we kind of dug ourselves a hole and, you know, we, I felt like we rallied and kind of calmed down there in the second half and came back and, you know, like you said, made it a close game and, you know, they got a couple of, uh, cheap ones there last two minutes of the game that kind of made it look a lot, a lot worse than it really was. But, you know, one of those deals, you know, it's just part of, you know, you have to learn how to win, you know, not only learn how to win a game, but obviously big games and games that matter with a lot riding on them, you know, it's, you know, it seems like it'd be easy just to get up and go, but, you know, those kids wanted that really bad. And, you know, it's just, again, something that we have to learn. And I think we learned a lot from our game on Friday night. 
Agreed, Coach. Agreed. Uh, Coach, who were some of the players that stood out Friday that had a good game that you wanted to highlight? Yeah, well, you know, I just I thought our offense played really well. Uh, did a lot of great things. Um, you know, Easton Fesmar got in the end zone. Chase Willing had a couple of huge catches for us. Uh, Coleman Dow had some fantastic runs, and uh, you know, so we had a lot of guys. Uh, Lucas Gash had a couple big, huge catches for us, and um, you know, so I thought our offensive played really well. Our defense settled in. Uh, like I said, during that second half, and and played well, and you know, I think a lot of guys. Again, kind of stepped up once we loosened up a little bit and decided not to, you know, try to be heroes all through the first uh, first half. Uh, but uh, really proud of our team and, and just the way that you know they've competed all year and you know and, and even when we have our moments of not maybe not playing great, um, they always seem to find a way to to kind of get it back going and again just play fast and physical and that's what we try to hang our hat on. Oh, absolutely, Coach. Absolutely. What about on the defensive side? Did y'all feel like y'all had any uh, bright spots there? Yeah, I thought Demetrius Farewell played a played a really good game uh, again for us. Uh, you know, JT Swift had a good game. Cameron Morgan had a good game at linebacker. Uh, you know, Elliot Helps uh, had a great game. You know, CJ Johnson got him back. Uh, he you know he missed the the previous week, so. Um, like I said, a, a lot of guys did. You know, you ask those individuals, they probably don't feel like they had great games, but they did some really good things for us. And and, and again, uh, just about learning how to how to win those games and how to how to compete with with things on the line. You know, coach, something I can say honestly with my opinion, and after us been talking for ten weeks straight here, is that when we talk about the kids that do things, you mention a lot of team, team, the whole team, and. There's not been what I would say a one person on your team on offense or defense that has been like a the pivotal name you hear every single time. Like a lot of teams rely on an individual or a couple individuals uh, is like the backbone of everything. And, you know, it sounds like y'all are very shared a responsibility when it comes to it. And that was kind of the key to success. Would you agree to that? Oh, 100 percent. And, you know, I don't. Obviously, I don't mean any disrespect to my guys because I love them to death and I'm very proud of them. But, you know, we, you know, I mean, you've talked about this before. Like, we've not stepped on the field one time this year and been the superior team, you know, athletically or talent wise or anything like that. Um, and, and so when you're that way, you've got to find a way to, to win games. And I don't think people fully understand, you know, maybe kind of what we've accomplished this year, um, you know, with the young team that we've had. You know, we, we have 12 seniors. You know, so we're still a pretty young team. And, uh, again, it takes everybody and uh, everybody kind of doing their part. And like like we said earlier, not trying to be a hero, but, you know, just do your 111th. And uh, our kids have, you know, they believe in that. They bought into that. And uh, because of it, you know, we're, we're getting to play an extra week. And, and again, we're, we're talking about the whole team every week instead of one guy. Absolutely, Coach. And I, and I think that's a, that's a testament to you guys and – and it's nothing wrong with being honest. You know, there's a lot of parents, a lot of people who come to games, a lot of visitors, fans, whatever you want to call it, that come to things and they have this, you know, pre, you know, ammunition of what they think it should be and their evaluation and stuff. But you got to be honest with yourselves and, you know, hold on to what you're good at and work on the things you're not and do the best you can and get the best outcomes you can work towards. And so I think y'all did a great job of that this year. And again, congratulations on that. So, for the playoffs, Coach, we're going to play Tupelo on Friday night. Now, Tupelo is number one in the state. They are considered the top team in the state, and y'all have the luxury of paying them first. That's kind of a tall order, uh, but I'm sure you've already looked at them on film and so on. What's your opinion of them, and what are y'all going to have to work on most when it comes to Friday? Yeah, yeah, you know, congratulations. You get in the playoffs, and you get to go run into that uh, right to start off. But, uh, <laughs> no, what? You know, watching the film, they're they are as advertised. They are uh, extremely well coached. They're uh, they're big. They're fast. You know, everything that you can possibly imagine. Um, you know, so you know we've got to go out. And we've just got to we've got to play our game. You know, we've got to go out and be be physical. Uh, we've done that, and when we when we've been the more physical team uh, for four quarters, we've won games. Um, when we haven't we've struggled some, you know, so we've got to go out and just understand, Hey, they put their football pants on the same way we do. Uh, we just got to go play physical, do what we do. And, um, you know, again, go out there and just give ourselves a chance. And that's all we're ever going to ask out of our kids is go give yourself a chance by doing the right things and, 
and playing really hard. So, uh, you know, again, a big task ahead of us, but uh, I'd much rather have this big task than, uh, you know, hanging the pads up this week. Uh, <laughs> well said, Coach. Well said. There's always something about somebody who goes, well, I'm getting on the bus as, you, as you're parking yours. You know what I mean? So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, Coach, as always, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. And I know you, y'all are doing a lot of planning, prepping. I know your kids are excited. I hope y'all have an awesome week of practice. And you know what? Go shock the world, man. You know, maybe uh, Tupelo's overlooking you. Uh, you know, they're already putting tweets out there about their road to the rock and how they already have predestined to be state champions. And, you know, it'd be, a, it'd be even sweeter if you, they, you know, y'all were able to trip that up and you're going to the second round and they're wondering what happened, you know. So wish you luck on that, Coach, as always, brother. Hey, man, I sure appreciate you. All right, Coach. Well, look, man, I look forward to talking to you next week and uh, discussing the game and uh, we're going from there, man. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you. Whoa, 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 Coach. Before we let you go, man, I, I forgot one important thing. Uh, you know, the, the new enrollments came out, and y'all got reclassified for the new 7A. Y'all are now the smallest 7A in the state uh, by 16 kids. What, what, what do you feel about that, Coach? Well, you know, I mean, we, we kind of had a feeling it would be that way. We'd either be the biggest six or the smallest seven. And, um, you know, so we've kind of had our, our heads wrapped around it somewhat. And, I mean, the way I see it, we're ready to go compete wherever we are. I mean, that doesn't really matter to us. Um, you know, I, I understand that, you know, the reason why they wanted to add this was, you know, when you're looking at, you know, eight, 900 kid difference between the bottom of six, a and the top, um, or, or sometimes more than that, um, you know, try to close that gap a little bit. Well, it probably helped most of those six, eight schools. I don't know if it really helped us. You know, we're still probably, you know, that many behind, Soto Central and Tupelo, but um, you know, again, we control what we can, and and uh, we're going to go compete whoever's in our region and, and be ready to roll. You're absolutely right, Coach. Yeah, I mean, be honest with you, Coach. A part of me was kind of hoping you'd stay six A, be the largest one. I mean, you're only uh, you know maybe a couple hundred over, or maybe a little more than a hundred over your other schools here in our district. You know, with Olive Branch and Center Hill and stuff. Um, but you're going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of six to seven hundred less when it comes to like a DeSoto Central, you know, or South Haven, which is now in your district. So it's still one of those things where, you know, it kind of, it kind of sucks. Honestly, I think, uh, you know, there has to be a line and there has to be a cutoff and there's always that guy at the bottom and there's always going to be the other guy at the top. So, uh, you know, to me, it's an unfortunate split. Um, I understand that, you know, you guys are go-getters and can, you know, not afraid to play anybody, but I do feel like that's going to, you know, it, it doesn't help your cause on, you know, things. But, you know, if you want to be a championship program, you've got to play against the best. And, you know, sometimes playing against the best over and over again is what makes you get there. So, um, you know, it's all about how you take it, look at it, and go from there. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're a 5A school. <laughs> you know, you could add a 5A school to us, and then we would still be the same size as, like I said, Tupelo and DeSoto Central and South Haven's up there and some of those other schools. But, um, you know, again, look, in my career, I've always, everywhere I've been, we've been in the highest classification. I was in Florida. We were 8A. Uh, come here. I've been six a ever since, and you know, so I mean, that's that's where I like to be. Um, so again, we're just going to go out and compete. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to us. Control the things we can control, and you know, we're just going to keep keep trying to get better, and uh, you know, keep growing our program. And if that's seven a, then you know, bring it on. You know, we're we're excited for it. There you go, coach. Well, again, brother, appreciate your time, man, and good luck to y'all Friday night. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach Russell. Man, how we doing on this fine Sunday, bro? I'm doing fine, Zach. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, you know, bittersweet end to the season on Friday night. I know this was not what you uh, thought the season would end up with. I know a lot of people were thinking like, things were going to be a lot different. Or, um, but I think it's been a, it's been as you always say, it's been a costly season. You, you've had some key injuries and some things kind of not go your way, and some things I know you want to clean up. But uh, you know, what what do you got to say about the season as a whole, Coach? Well, obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're not really excited with how we ended the season. Um, you know, I think if you look at the team and the, and the trajectory of the team uh, earlier in the season, uh, we were looking like, we, you know, we've obviously, we're obviously improving as a team, as a program, uh, week in and week out. Uh, we, had, we had several key injuries. You know, we were down to our fourth back. And, uh, you know, in high school football, back is probably your second most important player on the field behind your, behind your quarterback. 
Uh, we lost, you know, one of our our high, most highly recruited uh, linebacker and Jerry Wall. You know, we lost him the season with a collarbone injury. I mean, we just we we lost several key pieces uh, that 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 kind of hampered the you know the trajectory that the team was on. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that we're, we're we're doing the right thing. We're getting our kids better day in and day out. Uh, we're constantly plugging away with with ways to improve the program. Uh, we'll continue to do those things. Um, obviously, the last several games, uh, not happy with that. You know, we you know several of those games came down to a score. You know, right at the end to to win or to lose the game and very easily uh, with eight wins and, and things look a whole lot different and, um, and, and have that third seat in the playoffs if, if that's the case. But, you know, that's, that's the world. And, you know, I talked to the kids the other day, you know, it's uh, football is the greatest uh, teacher of discipline and life lessons. You know, you, you feel really good about everything at one moment, you know, a couple of injuries later and you, you know, you don't feel so good. And, and that's kind of how life is. And, uh, we have to learn to react to that, and the best way to react to that is to continue to work, continue to plug away, and continue to what you know is right, and uh, that's what we'll continue to do with our program. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. No doubt. Well said, and I, I would agree with that 100%. I know uh, I had you pick going to third in the district uh, at the beginning of the season, and heck, you know, uh, all three of us coaches got together, you know, with Coach Hectorn and uh, Coach Peacock, and, and, you know, we all you know have all the same thoughts and sentiments, but like you said, you know, a few key pieces missing off the puzzle, it definitely can change the trajectory of any team. And uh, sometimes you got to be able to hope that the guys in depth can fill those holes. And But sometimes when you lose some of your leaders and the guys that are kind of the lifebread of things, it, it makes it real difficult. And unfortunately, it just kind of – the injury bug bit you this year. And I, I know that y'all are going to rebound from this. I know you've got a great team coming back. and uh, But I know you've got a few seniors you probably want to talk about. You know, maybe a couple of the guys that maybe are going on to the next level potentially. Uh you got any of those you want to talk about, Coach? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you know our, our big guys up front. We've got a couple guys that you know on the defensive line that I think will have opportunities to play places. Uh, and big Walter Rogers, you know he he showed at times this season to be extremely dominant up there. He's a big kid. Uh, I think he'll 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 have some offers rolling in very soon. Um, you know, Joshua Ruff also another big defensive lineman we had uh, interior defensive lineman. I think will have several offers. Um, Flip Sanders, you know, he's kind of a utility player for us and filled in late in the season. Running back did a fine job with that. Uh, started all season for us at safety. We rolled him down into the box, played him as a linebacker. He's a, he's a smaller guy, scrappy, but he, a great tackler, and a great football player. He's going to have an opportunity to go on and play somewhere. Uh, Damian Anthony, you know, he lit it up uh, several games uh, this season at the, at the wide receiver position, played our slot. Uh, was the guy that we'd get the ball to in our triple option stuff when we would uh, run the zone read. Uh, and he, he took several of those to the house throughout the season. Um, he also started at corner for us and, and did a fine job at corner. Um, I think he'll have an opportunity to play uh, as either a corner or a, or a receiver at the next level. He's, he's that talented on both sides of the ball. So, um, you know, those, those guys I think are, are, are really the ones that – and right now, I look forward to seeing what's going to happen uh, as far as as the recruitment goes. I heard that, Coach. That's great. That's a good list of guys, and I know that makes you happy. That's just a testament again to your program and people seeing what y'all do out there. Now, Coach, we're going into the off season here. I know as uh, you and I used to be competing powerlifting coaches to each other back in the day. You're you're a big guy in the weight room. I uh, really enjoy that stuff. Uh, your kids are kind of excited. You got a lot of kids that play multi sports. Are you going to have most of your nucleus in the weight room? You know, we don't have very many guys that play both. You know, play multiple sports. You know, uh, you know, Jerry will be in there playing basketball. We've got a couple guys that play baseball and uh, a couple soccer players. But you know, for the most part, we're going to have the the core of our team in the weight room every day, getting better and uh, you know, developing our culture. You know, that's one thing that I really want to emphasize this summer is 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 continue to push. Uh, you know, doing things the right way, just attention to detail, toughness, uh, and all those things you can get through the weight room day in and day out. Um, you know, we've got obviously a oh, – we're going to have a smaller senior class uh, coming up this year, um, whereas we had a, a large number of seniors this year. We'll have a smaller number of seniors next year. And uh, But I think we've got a very good uh, core 
there within those seniors that, that are excited about the opportunity to be the leaders and for this to be their team. So um, I'm excited about it. Um, I'm always a guy that's looking forward to the future. I'm always a guy that's positive of, of, of what the, the, what it's going to be like to have that growth. Uh, I love the weight room. I love the uh, challenge and the excitement that comes with it every single day. Um, I kind of one of those guys who just embrace that grind. And uh, our kids do too. You know, once they get in the program, they start seeing results. They start seeing uh, uh, changes in their body and their maxes and everything. They usually fall in love with it. I agree with that, Coach. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the weight room. I think it does amazing things, and it also builds a lot of confidence for kids. And in high school football, that goes a long, long way. Now, Coach, the last thing I want to talk about is is that the new classifications came out, and um, you know you are going to be staying in 6A, even with the new 7A coming up, and you have a new district with some new faces. We're going to be playing Center Hill, Lake Comrade, Saltillo, Grenada, and South Panola. So what are your thoughts on the new district you're going to be in for next year? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think the state, right, you know, honestly, I, I know some people, you know, don't they question the, them going to uh, seven classifications. But uh, for those of us that are in our situation, uh, talking about us in Center Hill, um, we were playing schools that had literally almost a thousand more children than we do. And you think about that, that's a, that's a whole lot more to choose from as far as, you know, choosing your athletes. And I think it just gets the, uh, competitive balance, uh, to where it should be, you know, um, you know, DeSoto Central came out and I think they've got 800 or 900 more kids than, than we, um, and so it's good to get schools, you know, like Center Hill that are, that are alike in size. Uh, I think we're within 50 students of one another. Um, it makes more sense. Uh, so I'm excited about it. Uh, that does that mean we got an easy region? No, it doesn't. I mean, we've got we've got several really good football teams. Obviously, Salpanola, the you know you know perennial power as most people see in, in Mississippi football, and then of course you know Center Hill. You guys, you know, Coach Peacock does a great job. It's going to be a competitive game year in year out. Uh, Coach Nestor always does a good job over at Lake Comrade. That's going to be a tough game. Grenada. Uh, I played them for years and years when I was in, in Oxford, and and uh, they've always have huge kids and, and, and really good looking athletes. So um, it's not a, it's not a cakewalk by by any means. Uh, it's going to be a tough region, tough uh, competition week in week out. But I do think it's uh, it's fair what the state did. I agree with you, coach. I think it's uh, it's always good to play, make sure you're playing against a team that has the same amount of options you do. And I think anybody would want that as well. And so uh, I think uh, you guys will do real strong next year. And, uh, you know, in the new playoff system, it's going to give you a lot of opportunities. And I think it's going to be a prosperous year for you and Center Hill. And uh, I look forward to how that's going to turn out. Well, Coach, as always, man, it's been an absolute joy and pleasure to have you on the show again this year uh talking about the kids highlighting the program uh you know giving a little x's and o's things of that nature and i want to say it has been uh it has been a really really positive experience got a lot of compliments from a lot of parents fans listeners that i really appreciate you dedicating your time to not only these kids the school but also to talk about them and highlight them to give these kids better opportunities here on the podcast and that just goes more to your character and what kind of coach you are above and beyond and so that is a true sign of a great leader and those kids are in great hands and i want to make sure you heard that from me as well as the listeners who have said the same thing and uh, really really appreciate that everything you do coach absolutely well thank you so much thank you for having this this uh, platform for us to get this information out and and to brag on these kids absolutely coach as always man i wish y'all good luck in your off season man and uh we'll talk again soon and maybe get ready for some spring football sounds great appreciate that coach peacock how we doing on this sunday afternoon man uh, tonight, man, tonight. I hear you, brother. Well, I know uh, we didn't have the best uh, best game last Thursday. South is a really, really tough ball game uh, every year. And, uh, you know, i got to be honest, man, we were doing great in you know, the first half, uh, moving the football. Defense was doing pretty good. Um, they're just a talented, very, very talented team. And there's a, there's a storied program. And, uh, you know, and just uh, unfortunately the, the horses ran out and, they got they got up on us a little bit there at the very end, which it was a much closer game than it was. Um, but you know, I I, I don't want to say it was uh, you know an example of the season. But, you know, it was more of a you know that was just one of those games. But you know, what is what has your been thoughts about the ball game and as the season as a whole? Yeah, I mean, I thought we uh, you know obviously uh, South Bell is a good football team. You know, they had a new head coach, new defense coordinator, so we really didn't 
you know, as far as what they were going to do to try to stop our offense, didn't really know what to expect. Um, you know, I thought we did some good things at times, but just just not enough. Um, you know, and I think some of that was was they were really good. Their outside linebackers were really, really good. Um, they said, hey, you are not going to pitch the ball, which is what we want to do. And so they, you know, made us, uh, made our quarterback keep it and turn up and keep it. And, you know, we'd have a good play. Uh, he'd rip off 8, 10, 15 yards. And it, we just couldn't ever hold, hold, consistently hold a drive, consistently hold blocks. You know, somebody would come free the next play and, and hit him for two yards or whatever. Um, you know, so we just never could really get it in a rhythm and get anything completely going. Um, they took away, you know, kind of what we wanted to do, which was pitch the ball. And, um, you know, hats off to them. Man. They're, they're a really good football team. Uh, offensively and defensively, four, seven, and six for them are really, really good football players um, uh, for, for, for uh, and they would start for probably any team in the district, you know, so they're, they're just really good football players. And, um, you know, uh, they blocked a the punt, which uh, was kind of a, a bad deal early. Um, but, uh, you know, I thought, like I said, I thought our kids played hard. I didn't think we quit uh, or anything like that. So um, just, you know, wish a few things had to went differently throughout the season and we were getting ready for a playoff game. But it is what it is. And we are, you know, going to clean up and wrap up 2022 and get ready for – start getting ready for 2023. Heard that, Coach. I heard that. Well, Coach, I know you had some seniors in this team that you are going to be – you're going to miss, um, you know, and uh, some of them have got some college opportunities. Do you want to highlight a few of those guys? Yeah, I mean, you know, this senior class is a really good group of kids. Um, uh, the defensive guys especially, very high-character guys and did a great job of leading – um, you know, and, and offensive guys too, great kids. You know, offensive guys weren't quite as vocal as the defensive guys, but just it's a really top to bottom, a really high character class. Um, I think we'll have a couple that may have a chance to play college football. Our linebacker, Lance Henderson, for sure will. Um, he's uh, got a Murray State offer and several junior college offers. Um, you know, the, his, his partner inside there, uh, Nate Taylor, I think broke 100 tackles on the season Friday night. Um, uh, and then, uh, you know, just some guys that have been steady for us, Denver Kiner, Kamian Knight, um, uh, offensive line-wise, Anthony King, Marcus Jones, just guys that have been, you know, may not get the chance to play in college because of their size or whatever, but have just been real steady for us for the last two years and done, the, done things the right way. Um, I tell you one that, you know, I, I love to death, and I think he – really did a, had a, did a great job this year with some of the things that he had to deal with and and it shows his character as Cedric Nelson man you know you you play behind the guy for for three years and you get to your senior year and you're going to be the starter and you know because of a really really talented freshman you you kind of wind up sharing the spotlight so to speak and, and I thought he handled that phenomenally well um and and really just did a, a great job uh, his senior year, just a great young man, um, hard guy, you know, at practice, works hard, even an individual. You know, he's every run, he's taking 20, 25 yards, you know, and then bouncing back, ready to go again. Um, so, again, just can't say enough about him and what he's kind of meant for our team the last couple of years. That's awesome, Coach. I mean, you've you named some great kids. Like you said, not only high character on the field, but also high character off the field. Uh, you know, up and down the hallways and just guys you look forward to seeing, uh, the ones that smile, shake your hand, do things the right way, and exemplary, uh, exemplary students all around. So uh, it's going to be – this definitely going to be a tough loss for seniors. And, uh, you know, but like you said, it's the next man up and, uh, you know, you build for the program. So what are you all looking for when it comes to the off season? You got a lot of guys playing multi-sports or are you all going to be hard and heavy in the weight room? Uh, I mean, we'll be hard in the weight room. We'll have some guys doing multiple sports. Um, you know, we encourage all of them to do something. You know, everybody should be either, you know, ideally should be powerlifting, should be wrestling, or should be running track. And, you know, so you should be trying, if at all possible, to do one of those three things. And, you know, we don't require it because I know some of them, you know, they need to go, hey, go to work. Uh, and obviously that's um, – you know, in and of itself, a, a big deal. But, uh, you know, we strongly encourage, 
hey, find something to do. You know, find something to do, especially the younger guys that maybe, you know, can't get a job yet, can't drive yet. Man, stay in power lift, stay in run track, stay in wrestle. Um, you know, we started wrestling last year. We have a, a high number of um, our football players that are on the wrestling team or are wrestlers are a high number of football players, I guess the way to say it, something like that. Um, but you know, we want them all doing something. Obviously, we'll we'll kind of take next week off, um, you know, clean up, turn stuff in, get everything back the way we want it, and then, you know, the week after that, we'll, we'll hit that weight room. We'll start lifting four days a week, um, you know, getting ready to go through Christmas break and then, uh, you know, come back in January and, and start back over, you know. So, yeah. Know the process, man. The process, as yep. they say. Well, coach, you know there was a big, uh, big rule, a big reclassification came out, and uh, we're staying six A. Uh, what are your thoughts on that and the new district we're in? Yeah, I, you know, I, um, I know there's been a lot of kind of controversy about it, just because it's new. Anytime you know something changes, there's people that like it, people that don't like it. Uh, I think it's a big deal, not just for football, but. Uh, Honestly, it's probably a bigger deal just for our athletic department as a whole. You know, from an AD standpoint, I think uh, it puts us in a position to be much more competitive. You know, we're not competing against teams that have a thousand more kids than us now. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be really good for our athletic department as a whole. I think it's good for football. I don't think it maybe helped football as much as it did some of our other sports. But, um, you know, it's a 16 district now with the top four making the playoffs. So it's kind of a mixture of our old 5A district um, back when we were 5A, you know, I guess three years ago, and then some of our 6A districts. So it's uh, us, Olive Branch, Lake Cormorant, the three DeSoto County schools, then Saltillo, South Panola, and Grenada. Um, so I think it's a really competitive district. It'll be a really good district. Um, whoever the four teams that come out are going to be uh, four pretty good football teams. Um you know, but looking forward to it. You know, it's going to allow you to play a few extra non-district games. So, got to, you know, get that schedule taken care of and start working on it. Um, uh, but like I said, I think it's I think it's good for Center Hill. You know, we were we were three people away from being uh, 5A two years ago instead of being 6A. And I think, um, you know, being the smallest 6A, it presents a lot of challenges, not just for football, but for, for all your sports. Um because of the, the number disparity from top to bottom. Um, so really looking forward and, and excited to see how the new 7A uh, shakes out during the next football season and, and how everything kind of plays out. Um, so uh, I'm excited about it. You know, I know some people aren't, but I, I am. Well, Coach, I share in your excitement. I think it's going to help all sports. Uh, like you said, the biggest deal is you just want to make sure you're playing against schools that have the same amount of kids or closer to it so you feel like you're on a level playing field. You know what I mean? It's not about the sport itself or you, or where you are or where you should be or this or so on. It's about making sure the kids have a, a fair playing field, and I think that's the biggest deal. And it and not only helps the disparity in the 6A, but it also helps the disparity in 1A and 2A, which had a lot of issues where – you're playing against schools twice your size, sometimes even more than that. And, uh, you know, you, you want everything to be fair because that's what's best for the kids. So uh, I think it's a good thing, and I look forward to next season. Well, Coach, I want to I want to tell you I appreciate you giving us your time. I know uh, this is the second year doing this, and, you know, and you know you don't have a lot of free time as a head football coach, but you, you take uh, 30 minutes out of your day on Sundays and you talk to us about the kids, the program, the school, and uh, it is very much appreciated. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time, and we look forward to talking to you again, hopefully in the spring, to look about uh, spring football. All right, sounds good. All right, Coach, we'll talk to you again soon. I appreciate it. Well, hey, I'm so glad for the Patriots out there at Lewisburg. They, they did what they had to do, and they did enough to get it. And it doesn't really matter at this point whether they're first in the district or fourth in the district. Just because you're fourth place and you're the last seed to come out of the district – it goes makes me reminds me of what you what you call the person that graduates last in med school. You still call that joker doctor. That's so right. you know everything else that's happened up until this coming week. You can throw out the door. It's a brand new season. The only thing is, is do you want it to be want it to last four or five, however many games it lasts, or do you want it to last one? So right. good luck to the Patriots. Work hard this week. You know, do your film study. Listen to your coaches. They're going to put you in the best position possible for you to succeed and then just get out there and execute. Amen, brother. Amen.
Well, guys, that's going to wrap it up for our show. And as always, if you enjoy our content, we encourage you to go enjoy the content of our good brother podcast, Under the Water Tower, which is going out of Hernando. They do a fantastic job talking about their local community, and maybe that interests you as well. Well, other than that, guys, like I said, this is for this week. We look forward to talking next week. We'll see. We'll have some election results uh, as well as we'll be moving into some more sports. We'll be starting to pick up basketball scores, soccer scores, as well as talking to Coach Hector again to discuss the playoffs. And so I hope you all look forward to it. But as always, we remind you, please make sure you've hit subscribe, follow our content, share, like it, put it on Facebook, put it on whatever. We definitely want you to make sure that you're letting people know about us and to continue to build our podcast and our audience. Thank you very, very much. Well, until next week, I'm Zach. I'm T. We'll see you all then. I keep drinking till I'm summer, not recognized. I got wasted. I got wasted just to fill my head with life. Feeling like Superman, and he makes me fly. Until I wake up as the sun sets, I pick up that bottle, tell me what's another regret.